This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in season 10 entitled Performing Despite the Pandemic. At the Selking Performance Group, we are all about helping individuals, teams, and organizations really understand the power of mindset and leadership. So there's sort of an educational component to it, right? You got to learn some of this stuff. But then how do we leverage these components? What we know about the human brain and how we've been created as humans to thrive in this world. And then how can we learn the tenets of leadership? And more importantly, then how do we create systems that are conducive to human high performance. So that's what we're all about. And and this podcast in this season of performing despite the pandemic is about bringing you some of the insights that we've learned from the high performers that we've come alongside of the last 18 months in terms of how did they perform despite the challenges that they faced. And what we found is that there are keys in the field of positive high performance psychology that if we can understand more broadly as a as a population and start to apply these into our lives, we too can show up as a better version of ourselves on a more consistent basis, even and particularly when it gets really difficult. And so the positive psychology element that I'm sharing with you today is generate positive emotions. So again, what we found is that people that thrive despite adversity have a way of generating positive emotions, even when it gets difficult. I mean, I think sometimes people think high performance, um, elite athletes, executives, they have these glamorous lives and, and they should be, they should be quote unquote, so happy, right? Like they make money, they, they are on TV or whatever that might be. And yet what we found is that, you know, those, those worlds can be very challenging and you can get so much in the mundanity of excellence and the grind that you forget to even enjoy what you're doing in this world. And so one thing that we know from, from the field of positive psych is that positive emotions are not just these fluffy things that we're blessed to experience because we're human beings. Positive emotions have a performance implication, have a life satisfaction implication. And, you know, again, now more than ever, our world needs individuals, teams, organizations, leaders who are courageous enough to stand in the gaps of division that have so plagued our world of today. And so, you know, a quote from Dalai Lama really stands out to me as we talk about this concept of, of positive emotion and need for transformative action in our world. The Dalai Lama said that in order to carry a positive action, we must develop a positive vision. In order to carry a positive action, we must develop a positive vision. And so, you might say, uh, Dr. Selkin, I thought you were talking about positive emotions here, but let me give you a little brain science, right? So here's what we know. What we know, right, is that our thoughts affect our emotions, which affect our physiological response, right? That's things like our heart rate, our muscle tension, our visual field, and then how our bodies are determine how we show up in the moment or determine our actions. And so 
if the world needs positive action right now, which it does, which those individuals who perform despite need positive action, guess what that starts with? A positive vision. And, and what is vision? It's simply thoughts. What, what is the vision that we're creating? What are the thoughts that we're having? And guess what? As we create that positive vision, it generates positive emotion for us. And then it starts to activate our bodies in new and different ways that allows us and positions us to take that positive action in pursuit of whatever it is that we're after, the action that the world needs to heal, to grow, to build bridges, the action that you need to take to get from where you are today to where you're trying to go in this world, the goals that you're trying to accomplish. All of that action starts with a positive vision. And that vision, again, generates positive emotion and helps us create what Dr. Barbara Fredrickson calls an upward spiral, right? These positive emotions generate an upward spiral, which allow us to increase our resilience, increase our resources in pursuit of what we're trying to accomplish in the world around us. You know, there was an interesting, there's, there's a lot of really great research done in the field of well-being. So in 2005, Lombarski, Diner, and King actually did a review of 225 different research papers on subjective well-being. And what they found is that people who reported feeling happier and more satisfied with life tended to be successful in a wide range of life domains. So compared to people who said that they were less happy in life or had less positive emotions, those individuals who had more positive emotions, so they experienced more positive emotions in their life on a self-report scale, said that they, they had better marriages, had more fulfilling friendships and social relationships, were healthier, were more involved in their communities, had better coping skills, were more satisfied with their jobs, and tended to have higher incomes. Como say, what? All right. What they found, right? They reviewed all these articles and what they learned is that again, people who, who said that they, they had, they were happier in life and they experienced more positive emotions than, than, than those that didn't had better marriages, had better friendships and social relationships, were healthier, were more involved in their communities, had better coping skills, were more satisfied with their jobs and tended to have higher incomes. So When we talk about generating positive emotions, it's not soft and fluffy. It is literally how we not only show up and deliver because, so check out some of these, these other research articles. One found that, that positive emotions actually helped students learn better. So starting class off with a positive emotion can help your students learn better. They also found that the brain processed visual information differently and deeper when positive emotions were present. So if you use PowerPoint in class, right, or in a meeting, um, have people can learn better if, in fact, they generate positive emotions first. They've also found that positive emotions might reduce racial biases. And so your championship mindset training for this week is to be intentional about generating positive emotion at your starts. What do I mean by that? So just like a track athlete lines up at the starting line um, and starts their race, wherever you have a start in your day, maybe that's when you first wake up. How can you generate positive emotions knowing that that will be a catalyst for your relationships, for your work, for your um, 
vision, right? In terms of how you see the world for how you just learn through going throughout the day or a start might be the start of a meeting, the start of a class, the start of a practice, wherever it is that, you know, in last week's episode, we talked about leading with purpose, leading self first, and then leading others with purpose. And so a way to do that is to start all of those moments where you are leading yourself or others with positive emotions, knowing that that is a performance enhancing strategy. And that if we want to continue to perform despite the challenges in front of us, positive emotions are a powerful element for us to tap into and show up and bring the absolute best of ourselves to each and every moment. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, please follow us on all the social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. And if there's anything that we can do, either through keynote speaking in your organization or one-on-one performance coaching with any of our performance coaches, please reach out to me directly, Dr. Selking at SelkingPerformance.com. Um, and again, rate and review us on iTunes. It certainly helps. And if there's any partners out there that would like to come alongside of us as financial partners to bring this podcast to the world, it would certainly be meaningful to us and to over 200,000 people around the globe that tune in. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.